0: Everyone and welcome back to Sean Knobs and Boomsticks. What's up, Knobs? Oh my! We're back with our yes, we
1: are with our penultimate episode. With our
0: well, no, <laughs> <laughs> maybe who knows? You never know. Uh, with slightly reformatted, not not huge changes, but uh, we're going to be trying out some. We're trying not to stuff. do
1: the the list of shit we did this week, which is the myriad of things that I've done, uh, and and
0: hopefully stay a little more focused, but also. At the same time, have bring in some other elements. Have maybe have stuff planned out more. So we we want to try to have three segments: movies, video games, and comic books every week, and have a central topic for each one and bring that to you. Um, let us know what you think of the new format. You can hit us up on our Discord. Find me on Twitter jnob33, and then we we have uh, an Instagram and a Facebook page that we have never really used, but we're gonna. We have an up.
1: Instagram page
0: we do Me too. <laughs> we do and i i need to start looking into actually using it so i hear that's a useful advertising tool
1: yeah i hear it's pretty okay
0: yeah all right so to start things off we've we've been gone for a little while but uh one of the biggest movies of the year came out so we have to discuss it
1: well one of the most decisive movies of the year yeah very divisive uh star
0: wars rise of skywalker came out in december of 2019 uh how many times did you go see it at the theater once, once I, I saw it twice, uh, because I, I do that with to every Star with, Wars
1: movie. Wanted to see it with you, just because I wanted to experience your your pain. <laughs> because uh, I had uh, one of the guys I game with a lot. Scott actually, you know, kind of went over the leaked things for me. I was like, ooh, this is gonna be awesome. So was was the leak accurate? absolutely really yeah it was like dead on or for the most part almost dead on to the force healing and then the 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 way palps was brought back even though i think it was portrayed better in the movie than it did reading it yeah but yeah it's it's you know it's it's fucking star wars they never well my main problem with star wars even with the original trilogy is they never follow the rules they establish and they always just continually change them. All right. I'm not going to
0: challenge you about the original trilogy just for the sake of brevity, but so I'll let that go. But (laughs) uh, I would agree with that in that I feel like this whole trilogy, each trilogy changes
1: what that's, what it's about. And it does it for its, its own detrimental meanings. Well, I think this one, especially self-serving
0: really ignored everything that came before. And that's, my biggest issue with this whole trilogy. However, this particular movie I think is the best one of this trilogy. And I, I gave it a nice five out of 10 out of, so compared to last Jedi and force awakens, which each got about a zero out of 10, that's quite an improvement. Actually. That's, that's like a 500% improvement or at least a hundred percent improvement. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't hate this movie. I did not hate it.
1: I, I didn't hate it either. And I was about in the same boat for the last two that, Okay. No, like I hated the last two. It's a it's a thing. I hated the last two, but this one, this one felt like it should have been episode eight. Uh,
0: I I kind of get that. So the the whole thing, my, so I made a whole entire list of what I thought would happen in this movie based on basically Force Awakens painting themselves in a corner and then Last Jedi making that corner even smaller. There was only certain directions they could go. And I literally nailed a hundred percent of my fucking predictions. I'm I'm pretty proud of that. One of them, one or two of them, are is kind of like close. So I made this list. Let me see. December nineteenth at six oh six p.m. is the last time I updated it. So I was literally sitting in the theater because it started at six and it didn't start to like six twenty or whatever because of trailers. So what I what I put for what should happen, I put. uh the Emperor, this is what should happen. Not, now these aren't predictions. These are what I wanted to happen. So I have what, what I wanted to happen versus what will actually happen. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to happen was the Emperor will just be a hologram or a force ghost because I really hated the idea that they were going to bring the Emperor back and undo episode six.
1: While we're on that point, I think what they did was was better than I thought it was going to be, but they never should have resurrected him wholly. If they'd have just left his rotting corpse attached to the GLaDOS arm, <laughs> and had his Force Ghosts really doing the shit, yeah. I think it would have played better.
0: That's an interesting approach. Uh, the other thing I wanted to happen, Ray kills Kylo Ren in the first 15 minutes and then ascends to the leader of the First Order. That did not happen. That would have been cool. Uh, the next thing I had was Finn dies, then Rose dies, then Poe dies, and then J.J. Abrams dies. None of those things happened, unfortunately. Uh, the Resistance attempts to take Ray down, and they fail. None of those things happen. However, what I have for what will likely happen because of how poorly everything's played out in the past, I knew that they were going to make terrible decisions, and they did. That I think that's one of the reasons I could tolerate this movie is because I could see all their terrible decisions yes. coming from a mile away. So the first thing I said was, the Emperor will still actually be alive, and he was. I said, we will find out that Rey is powerful because of her lineage. What a shock. Uh, and I actually said as a joke after Force Awakens, I was like, the only way she should be this powerful is, is that she's related to fucking Palpatine. And I was not serious about that. And no, they fucking did that shit.
1: No, I thought that's honestly, I kind of had that thought from the beginning as well. But it just, it was so absurd. It's like, really? The thing that's all is, you could come I up mean, with? But, and that should have been teased not only at some point <clears> in The fir- Force Awakens, but most definitely in The Last Jedi. But there was
0: no roadmap because no, that's, it, and that's my whole problem with this trilogy yeah. is they didn't plan it out. That's why we have this. I get it. This quickly put together movie. That's why I hate Force Awakens so much is because they clearly didn't plan a trilogy when they made it. Uh, The next thing I have is we'll find out her parents abandoned her because of her power to protect her. Check. Uh, Kylo will struggle with being a villain and in the end sacrifice himself for the resistance. That's just all obvious from anybody who... who who studies story and they understand his relationship to the heroes of the previous trilogy, that he has to have some sort of redemption despite killing Han Solo. Uh, the next thing I have is emperor is just trying to get to Ray because of her power. I predicted this about Snoke, but that was before they just casually killed him off. Yep. Uh, I said, Ray, this would see, this is one of my predictions that I give myself credit for. You can tell me if you agree or not. Ray will be shown a vision of how powerful she could be if she joined the dark side shocking so well i mean do you do you think that qualifies that absolutely little? absolutely okay did. so it was like I mean, a they five
1: spoiled th- that in the trailer
0: what well, they, they did um but they didn't know that was just me calling that out as a vision because a lot of people were like oh you think she's gonna join this i was like no she's not gonna join the fucking dark side i wish they would just would said fuck it and went for it and then the very last thing i have is she will defeat the emperor and then i have in parentheses this is where ben sacrifices himself and uh she will defeat the Emperor, striking down the patriarchy for good. Because that was the whole thing, too, is just the whole approach of, you know, women have to be super powerful. That was the whole thing with Force Awakens. It's like the, the whole agenda. It's like you can have a female character that's powerful. You don't need to make her godlike, though. You need to make her relatable. And uh, the other, I actually like Ray in this movie, and I figured out why I didn't like Ray before. And it's because of how, in the first two movies, it was how she treated everyone else. She was, she treated everybody like, they were beneath her. Have you ever gone to a restaurant with somebody and they're just shitty to the waiter or waitress? They're just an asshole and you're just embarrassed and you have to tip them like 60% now. Yeah. Because whoever you're with is a fucking raging ass. That's Ray. Ray would be the person who's like, What is this? I didn't order this. I didn't ask for croutons on. that was Ray in the first two movies. <laughs> and in this movie, oh, <laughs> that's man. why I didn't like her. I figured it out because in this movie, they literally, so she was mean to droids in the first movie. She acted like she didn't even want BB-8, which was fucking stupid. And then in the second movie, I don't know if you remember this, but when she's she's practicing on Octo, and then she cuts that rock, and the rock falls on that creature's cart and just destroys it. Now, all Ray does is look over and just stare at the creature like, "What are you gonna do, bitch?" She doesn't apologize. She doesn't look apologetic.
1: Well, every time I see Ray, all I see is this. <laughs> you, see, you see a lot of teeth.
0: No, it's
1: that, that's a thing called a domokan. I know what Domo con is. Yes. That's all I see is eyes and teeth. <laughs> and to further illustrate my point. <laughs> yeah. She, if they had a lot of her, I think that's a JJ direction though. I feel like that. I don't know if that comes from him or not.
0: It's like, I feel like he gives that direction and he gives breathe heavy. Now. I feel like that's an instruction. JJ oh, yeah. Abrams you, gives you, a lot. You have, not just to you fin, have Finn the asthmatic, but everybody, everybody's always out of breath. No matter what they just did. Like he's like, all right, now breathe heavy. All like, right. You on
1: treadmill. How long you been on there? All right. You're ready for a scene.
0: <laughs> um okay so I, I have all these complaints but again i liked that it had lightsaber battles we got it like our first real lightsaber they, they powered up kylo ren for no reason other than they had to they realized oh fuck this guy's got his ass kicked the last two movies shit he's not actually a viable fucking villain we need to right. step up so all of a sudden he's really good with the lightsaber he's really good with the with the force just just because because they needed him to be um well, ray became likable they uh they showed all her training Which was fine. I don't know if that was supposed to make up for the fact that
1: she already knew how to do that anyway. Yeah, well, that well, that and it was been a critique of it since the beginning was you never saw her training to be powerful, right? She just was Um, supposed to get more girl power moments. Um, Yeah, but it's so honestly, like, like my biggest problems with this whole trilogy and even a few of the other the previous ones is like I like the contractor argument still weighs heavily in my mind being a contractor (laughs) um resources cannot be that vast in the fucking universe you mean to build the star destroyer or even the death star the star destroyer a fucking planet right like there's no way any of this gets done in secret if you're eating this many resources unless there is an abundance of fucking ships yeah that just kind of get lost in the math but, to, but for them to get all those resources to the hidden planet, which no one knows where the fuck it is, right. somehow freeze them in ice, <laughs> and all have Death Star fucking cannons on them. Why wouldn't the First Order utilize any of that if Palps was in charge of the whole thing?
0: It, again, it made no sense. It goes back to not having a plan for
1: the trilogy. It does. And, like, and, and that's, and that's what, what goes back to to just poor world building. where the original trilogy did such a well job of not explaining that doesn't need to be explained. The prequels over explained everything that didn't really fucking matter. Yes. And then this decided to take the worst notes from the first fucking two and put them all in play right now. It was like everything that you didn't like about Star Wars or that everyone ever complained about Star Wars. Yeah. Well, we'll fix it here. Yeah. You got to lean into to the craziness for it for any of it to be acceptable yeah and i think they tried to justify so much of it that it just all fell apart in the design of the entire world that they're trying to create or universe are trying to create
0: yeah you could this this movie is covered in band-aids basically for past
1: well because neither one of these like neither the first trilogy or the 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 sequel-ogy <laughs> neither one of them follow follows the hero's journey at any point like it's supposed to form a circle like you know you you have you have your 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 protagonist goes into conflicts meets the person who gives them the tools to go resolves the conflict conflict rinse repeat that's essentially the basic of the hero's journey it's like that they're supposed to well that was my whole thing with ray is
0: like and i mentioned uh the uh before i don't know where but about the hero's journey thing is like she's the hero she's on the hero's journey but she never she never has the trials and tribulations no. the hero is supposed to go through like, like she just she skips does, that part
1: but no she just goes from no like kind of light conflict to the sage you know that's supposed to give you the knowledge and the tools to go past it like you know jason or like jason Argonauts, like him collecting you know the fleece and yeah and um but what, what I mean by that is she never had
0: any, like, she had some battles, but she never struggled. She never no, lost anything she of importance. She, it, it Everything was easy for her, basically. She just well it, strolled right through. It,
1: and, and I don't know if they were going for it. It was supposed to be more of a personal struggle for her with her identity crisis, yeah. which was what most of this was about. Which they well, couldn't even
0: figure out till this movie what they were going to no. do with that.
1: No, and I think it would have played better if that stuff had been hinted in
0: along the way. Now, I will argue against your whole prequel not being the hero's journey. You're looking at it incorrectly. It absolutely is the hero's journey. It just doesn't wrap up until episode six. It's about Anakin's hero's journey. No. Yes. No. (laughs) That's how that works. Yes, because he became the villain. He was the hero. He became the villain. But then he became the hero again. He He gets redemption. And dies in episode six, so you uh, get the hero's no, journey. I'm sorry,
1: throwing the emperor down the down the tube is not redemption. Absolutely, no. But, yeah, he he saved his son. You know, he turned because of no, his son. But all the younglings, come on. Yeah, nobody cares. nobody likes kids. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> like, no, but then again, like the thing, the problem I have mostly with the, with the trilogy when we rewatch those fucking things was they established all these rules that were no part of the original three movies yeah like the age restriction and the power and like the overpower of the force if you guys are in that much control of shit things wouldn't have got to this point there was an age restriction they they said that about luke they said luke
0: is far too old to begin the training
1: they said that fucking kid was far too old
0: Yeah. How old do you have to be? Like, D- there you go. <laughs> then no fucking idea. Hey, I think I, I figured out the why I enjoy the prequels more than the, the new sequels, though. And I know you're most people are like, fuck you. That's that's idiotic. So the prequels are offensive to me in that they are just they're not good movies. If no. it was any other franchise, I would not it would not stay in my memory at all they're they're pretty bad. The storytelling, the structure, the dialogue are all fairly atrocious. I think most people could agree on that. However, the new sequels, the JJ Abrams trilogy, the sequels are offensive to me as a Star Wars fan in that they just completely disrespect everything that Lucas created save for a few small things. So the prequels to me, they're they're very much Star Wars, just not good Star Wars, whereas the sequels to me are they come across like a fanfic written by some woke Karen who only saw one star war one time. And that's what we got because of that. You know, it's like, well, we
1: need a, we need a powerful lady. Uh, no, and and, and but yeah, it's also part of the climate that we're in that. But again, you can do that. Without I, know, being, I I completely agree with you. Like I, <laughs> I really do. It, I really do. But you don't have to hammer
0: You don't have to be like, oh, well, we have a female character, so she can't have any trials or tribulations. And it's like, ah, like every other movie, You look, Captain Marvel, she struggles, right? I mean, granted her kind of thing too, her biggest thing is also memory loss
1: or whatever, but she actually, you know, gets captured. She, she combats some people. Right. Um, and she has a real identity crisis. And guess what? She didn't have to have a love interest. Yeah. <laughs> like that was, honestly, I think that's the most redeeming thing about Captain Marvel. But th- here's the biggest difference. She didn't depend on a dude. The biggest difference between Captain Marvel and Ray
0: is Captain Marvel is just likable. You could relate, even though it, you could. To me, she was just much more relatable. She was a, she was just a, a determined woman in the Air Force, dealing with that. Well, you they and showed then she they got showed her
1: superpowers. Her, well, they showed her growing up. Yeah, continually fighting. Exactly. You know, and, and you maybe Ray did that too, but we didn't see it. No. They're just like she's.
0: She knows the force, and she's good at all of it. And there's no explanation as to even even being related to Palpatine doesn't just make you intuit Jedi mind tricks. No. You know, it, and all the weird shit she was just pulling out of her ass.
1: Oh, well, yeah, that stuff doesn't come natural.
0: <laughs> no, you can be good at it once you're like, hey, I he just did a Jedi. What What did you just do? And they're like, oh, I used the force to
1: trick this guy what? into thinking Luke something. See, Luke didn't see the force ghost until. Uh, Return of... Or no, uh, Empire Strikes Back when he was actually being trained, right? Yeah. That was the first time Obi-Wan showed up.
0: Yeah. And he didn't do anything spectacular in A New Hope. He literally fired his torpedoes at the right time. That's it for using the Force in that movie. Fucking Womp Rats. (laughs) He's targeting Womp Rats in his uh, T-16 back home. But okay, so it sounds like I'm shitting all over this movie, but really they could only go one direction and they did exactly no. what they had to do. They there was they could only do one thing. That's that's
1: the corner there there's no room for surprises. They did. I think what what we have, they probably could have grabbed grabbed together two watchable movies out of the three that they made, leaving room to actually have a good conclusion to it.
0: Well, a big a big problem again with not having a whole trilogy planned is yeah, I think it's pretty clear that snoke was maybe intended to be the big bad and then because again they just gave ryan johnson carte blanche he was just like well i'm gonna kill
1: snoke and like, okay we'll figure it out well you don't want to be i guess he didn't want to be saddled with a villain that was already there i don't know like then again like so and that's the other thing that always would have problem with 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 the the sequelogy is what the fuck was the first order's end goal well, like, dude,
0: go, going back to the the what third death star and then the death star destroyers that was my old thing too is like why didn't they do something different and like, not to go back to my own fan fiction but i my whole idea was sith terrorist cells and they want control they don't want to just blow up planets everybody's supposed to blow up right. planets like stop with that no,
1: enough like that's like that's where i was oh because it's a spectacle and right. It, it doesn't make any goddamn but sense. The, the thing, like, I under, like, it was okay in the 80s. Well, no, that, that was the thing. All right. So, the, with this okay, prequel, like, the way Palpatine set up and got in Gordon power and almost went to the Julius Caesar route for yeah. absolute control. Fucking genius, dude. Like, in, and how, and you see how the control went, and then you know, see how freedom fucking, you know, bubbles up again. And the resistance is born and you're fighting for your freedoms from the overlord. Like, yes, that's a good motivation. And actually I wish the movie, the prequels were more about Palpatine rising the power than anything else. To me, they were uh, and like,
0: when I rewatch them, that's really what it is.
1: Well, you're pulling out the best parts of that, yeah. of, of the prequels is, is that not that's so fair. much of Anakin's rise and fall, but, but Palpatine's rise to power and, and how that permeated through, the uh the galaxy. original three yeah. now now the empire has fallen i don't understand and at no point is to make the motivation we're trying to get re the, of the galaxy again no we're just here to blow some shit up yeah
0: it didn't make it wasn't thought again that's what that's where it goes back to my whole fanfic thing like the whole idea that this new trilogy was literally just Let's just do that again.
1: Like it didn't have to be that. Like I no. think your idea, of Sith sleeper cells, is fucking brilliant,
0: and it just plays on modern day warfare, basically, and also, and it, it was going to be more about subjugation and control, and that it wasn't going to be about blowing planets
1: up. That doesn't benefit anyone. But, but I mean, it could have been two Sith cells because there's always a master and an apprentice. It could have been two masters. Well, see, the out other there thing I was gonna around. do
0: too, I was gonna kind of blow that up though, because it used to be the Sith used to have an army and all this stuff, and then eventually they went down to the Master and apprentice. but it was going to be like, a new version of the Sith. So it wasn't going to be one in one because that, that wasn't working out for him either. Well, that, they were didn't learn. that
1: didn't work in this one. What's up? Didn't work in this one. No, either. it doesn't
0: work period. Cause it, the, the underlings always killing the other guy. <laughs> so there are all only, all, only two. So this was going to be different. Too bad they're not Jedi and they can't see the future. <laughs> uh, But yeah, so it, but it was going to be just a lot different. It's gonna be about revenge and all this, you know, it was, it was going to be very inspired by, people who hate america basically for its freedoms and and you know the the fact that women can wear fucking bikinis or whatever you know what i mean not not that directly but it was going to be uh analogous to that and <laughs> that it was going to be the sith terror cells didn't like seeing all these you know these free people and they don't deserve it whatever and they you know they need they need religion in their lives or whatever the fuck so they need a system of control in their lives and they were going to provide it whether you liked it or not basically
1: well yeah i mean it would have been the like an inquisition style like plague across the galaxy would have yes. been would have been more interesting than what we got yes and than it, just kidnapping children and put them in white jumpsuits <laughs> get your plastic jumpsuit
0: on here you go here's your rebreather good luck so, what would you give this like one out
1: of 10? One out of 10? Yeah. <laughs> oh, probably. I'd probably give it like a five, six. Like, I wasn't not that I wasn't not entertained. Like, it, it's Star Wars. it still do some cool shit. I like spaceships. Exactly.
0: That's like, why I it. Honestly, them, yeah. like,
1: my favorite thing from, like, The Last Jedi was. Not Last Jedi. Was it Last Jedi?
0: The one before this? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last Jedi was when they actually used uh hyperspace to blow something up. Yeah. Like I thought that scene was beautiful. Dude, as much as I hate last Jedi, I, I there's moments in it I really
0: enjoyed. And one of them, aside from that, was when when they did kill Snoke and then Kylo Ren extended his hand. This last movie would have been so much more interesting if Ray had taken his hand. Yes. That moment could have turned upended this and made it truly been like where's it going to go from here? Yes.
1: You know what I mean? No, I That could have been exciting. I agree, too. Or blew him away with, uh, with force lightning. That'd have been cool, too. Yeah,
0: or, you know, just something to shake it up. And they didn't do it, though. You know, she just stayed, she stayed the stalwart good guy. You know, Luke struggled with the dark side. He's wearing all black in Return of the Jedi. He's force choking people. He has that dark side in him and not much Jedi training. Right. And, it shows you. You but you right, have but that character But he refused to
1: acquiesce to the darkness. But that the threat of him going dark was ever present. Yes, especially going into that last fight.
0: Yes, and he hacks off Darth Vader's hand.
1: He's fighting in, in uh. hatred and anger.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and you get to see real emotion. And and Ray's you know Ray's version of the hero's journey is just a, a, straight a straight line. line. <laughs> exactly, it's a straight same, fucking same line. Same thing I was thinking. It's, just, it's a straight line. <laughs> It's not a circle or it's not even a bumpy road. (laughs) you know.
1: And and it's and I think it's it's almost it's to me, it's a product of previous plot holes and trying to trying to fix a lot of wrongs. But trying to fix those wrongs doesn't make a right. Right. I think if you lean into the wrongs, you make it better. Yeah, they they could have
0: done. I don't know. But again, they they had to stick to Star Wars, like the fact that Star Wars still is a kid's story or movie or whatever so they had to you know they couldn't tarantino well, that, it. and
1: it's also in in the uh in the time where things have become almost hyper realistic as far as movies and especially fantasy style movies yeah are concerned. like the one thing that i always i always enjoyed was uh, was i remember i got this argument with a, a guy that i used to work with years ago was why is everything in the prequels so nice and shiny when everything's fucking dirty and dog shit in the original trilogy? was supposed to take in the past, take place in the past. He's like, well, it's the influence of the empire dragging everything down to monotony and just utilitarianism. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, all
0: right. So that's a, that's our Rise of Skywalker thoughts. And then uh, I'm, I'm going to do a not so subtle segue into our comic book. Segment. cool
1: let's talk let's talk about uh absolute carnage all
0: right so just did to you explain, finally finish it what's it did you finally finish it? yeah i did um and just to explain for so comic books are more niche than movies i'm sure a lot more listeners mm-hmm. go to movies are aware uh so i'm gonna get into some things that y- you already know but just to explain to a listener absolute carnage is a storyline running that ran through marvel comics last year it was a big crossover event a crossover event is basically designed to sell comics however what it really is designed to sell
1: multiple comics within the same story arc so it's not just venom or the mainline absolute carnage run but it ties into fantastic four ultimate spider-man hulk wolverine captain america is roped into this one too
0: so all these different titles cross over into this one story and then there's like one like mainline story just called absolute carnage but uh, while while that story is going on the other titles captain america spider-man venom what have you they all their stories intersect with that
1: yeah and then there's those weird jumps in story arcs like this where wait when did this happen oh that happened in issue 45 of fantastic four like yeah i gotta go find that
0: right so this was a five-part series though um basically and i'm going to read this little synopsis this is actually in the final issue of absolute carnage but i think it's a nice summation it kind of lets you know what's going on uh let me find this real quick all right all right so and i'm I'm not going to explain every little thing so if there's stuff in here you don't understand you're just going to have to google it because <laughs> i don't want to have to explain Every single thing about Venom, or welcome, just tune welcome it out. to Sean Knobs and Boomsticks. Google it, Google it. All right, so for years, the symbiotes of the Marvel Universe have been living traces or been leaving traces of genetic material called codices within the spines of their hosts. Cletus Cassidy, also known as Carnage, has resurfaced. He was dead, uh, looking not to- just de- like dead, 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 dead. Uh, he's he's looking to extract the codices through bloody and brutal means to awaken null the god of the symbiotes and summon him to earth we met him early in the most recent venom
1: well like actually two years ago. you met him prior to that and the the silver surfer black
0: yeah but nobody was reading that
1: well i'm just saying because i fucking <laughs> <laughs> read it and it was
0: a nice surprise all right uh, since learning of carnage's return eddie brock also known as venom has worked to destroy the codices and as many people as he can thanks to a machine devised by the maker who is an evil, fantastic. an evil Reed Richards from Parallel Universe. He has been able to do just that. Uh, after brutally killing several past symbiote hosts, Carnage targeted Venom and his allies. With no other choice, the Venom symbiote bonded with the Hulk, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but Carnage proved too powerful even for, for the Hulk and stripped him of the Venom symbiote before absorbing it for good. Uh, but the Maker's machine was not as it appeared. It was storing the extracted codices instead of destroying them. Uh, through the chaos, Eddie was able to break into the machine, reuniting the codices held within and bonding with them. And turn into dragon venom. And now venom is legion, an amalgamation of dozens of hosts, symbiotes, and voices, all of them screaming at the same time. And that is that sums up like the previous, the first four issues, and then. So yeah, that's that's basically the storyline though. All the heroes are involved, Spider-Man, Miles well, Morales. Anyone
1: that has had a symbiote on them at one point is a part of this. Which if you read Marvel in the 90s was Everybody. almost everyone
0: <laughs> ended up with a symbiote on them at some point cuz symbiotes were all the rage in the in the in the fucking 90s. Yes. It was really cool.
1: And the symbiotes are their own race of 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 individual things and in the planet that essentially the planet where the symbiotes came from is the prison that null is he- is held in. Yes. So it's like this weird living globule planet with null at the core. Yes. And Null is the original darkness. So without getting into too much explanation
0: of, of all that kind of stuff, uh, I will say I, I really enjoyed this storyline and what I enjoyed the most about this storyline is it finally made Eddie Brock and Venom, uh, together, in truly interesting characters. Yes. Not just cool looking. It gave Eddie some real motivation. You, you uh, he finds out he has a son, which is some retconning. Obviously, some retconning. I appreciate though. Now his son doesn't know, so he comes across his son. He and his son is named Dylan, and Dylan thinks Eddie is his brother, and Eddie thinks that at first too. And then yeah. he realized he finds out later that's not the case. Uh, he's been deceived. He has a son named Dylan, and so he acts to protect Dylan.
1: Well, yes. And that was really that was a nice little nice little change of pace, too. And Eddie Brock's relationship with Spider-Man, was just fucking beautiful. Um, (laughs) Like that one scene where where Eddie hugs him at the end, he's like, well, whatever this is, I gotta go. (laughs) So that was I really appreciated that, too, because
0: Spider-Man's relationship with Venom has always been really stupid from the beginning when he was just mad at, he hated Spider-Man so much and wanted to kill him.
1: Because he rejected, because the symbiote rejected, he rejected the symbiote, which apparently hurt the but symbiote. Eddie Brock
0: too. also wanted to kill Spider-Man because Spider-Man revealed that Eddie Brock's story that he was running in his newspaper wasn't true. Right. <laughs> and so that was really, so it was really, so you, for years and years, it was always like, we hate Spider-Man. I mean, it was very golem, yeah. right? We hate the Spider-Man. We must kill the Spider-Man. It was,
1: it was just so dumb. It was like, You've talked about this. There has no. to be a better motivation. Yeah. And and I think this one, they found that motivation. Like, they well, found... Well, he doesn't want to kill Spider-Man anymore.
0: No. He, and they, they talked it out, like, they just brought it up to, t- like, 2020, basically, where it's like, okay, we know this is absurd, let's fix this, Spider-Man and Venom don't have to be enemies for a stupid reason anymore and i love that
1: and uh, and uh the thing that i really enjoyed reading this one or this version of venom was that the symbiote had a memory of all the people he's been attached to yeah like his relationship with Flash thompson and how he was really sad when, when you know that flash wasn't a part of this anymore yeah um i thought that was really sweet because i actually really did enjoy the agent venom run yeah like those two had bonded at a level that eddie and venom never have right um and actually in eddie being jealous of that relationship too yeah they had that little scene where he's like well i'm sorry i'm not flash (laughs) dude
0: they gave so much depth to eddie brock and and like they just made him so he was always just such a dick before and a really thin character and dude i'm saying this as a huge venom fan i've got shirts and toys and comics i got his first appearance blah 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 but the fact is the stories were never good they were never good until recently. <laughs> Bro, they were. I, I just like the art, basically.
1: No, I like. I actually, I really did like the Flash Thompson run a lot.
0: Well, I'm not. I'm talking to me. Venom no, no, is no, Eddie Brock. Uh, you, so when no, you start I, putting other people in it, it's not Venom anymore.
1: It, well, well, that's why he's Agent Venom. Yeah.
0: That, that's anyway, not for me.
1: Anyway, I I think you'd like it, even though they go to space, and I know you hate space. To me, it's
0: it's just like putting you know some. It's like whenever Bruce Batman is now Dick Grayson for a while, it's just like oh, it's not Batman then. All right, oh. it's just a guy in a costume. It's not the same thing. Jesus.
1: Yeah, that's I like. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I know you don't like change, Sean. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I don't like when they just treat things. It's, I, it Well, first of all, it's always temporary. So that's the always thing, too, is like we know this is temporary. It's not going to stay. So why bother doing it to begin with? The only time I did like it was Superior Spider-Man because that brought about a whole different way of doing things. Dude. I actually enjoyed that. And I didn't think I would like that either for the same
1: reasons that I, I don't typically like it. But I really enjoyed the superior. Well, technically, Spider-Man. it was still Peter Parker. It's just right. It's just Doc Ock at the <clears> throat> helm. Throat> right. Um. But no. And but it brought in a good, like a good tie-in, even to the Agent Venom stuff when you ran into the like the soldiers that were symbiotes. Yeah. Like where they had cloned them and and made those those other symbiote suit guys. Yeah. Who were the original guys that were just getting eaten up for the codices. Um. And I forgot the fucking point I was trying to make. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um. All right. No, but even like I mean, what you said, like the, the panel that drew me back into to rereading like all of the Venom and the Absolute Carnage stuff was when they're at the diner with Peter Parker and Venom and his son and Parker Spider Spider-Man, not Peter Parker, like legit Spider-Man sitting in the diner says, why is everything so horrible with you? <laughs> <laughs> and just the look on his face and like the way uh, Don Cates yes. did all this. The way he drew uh, no, Eddie no, Brock, no, he, he Ryan Stegman did the art. Oh, OK. Well, however, Stegman did this art made Brock one of the most sympathetic characters I, I've seen drawn in a long time. His artwork. Let's
0: talk about the artwork, because a lot of time we, I, I talk about comics. I'm just talking about story, and that's really doing a disservice to the people creating these things. So the the whole five issues was Ryan Stegman and Donnie Cates, Ryan Stegman on on art. And I love his style. It's it, to me, it's an updated version of 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 like 90s Todd McFarlane, almost like the kind of the, the well, somewhat car- not- slightly cartoonish looking eyes, but emotional like very, yes. like he can really well, draw the same reason in why face.
1: Deadpool works. Like if Deadpool can't emote through the through his eyes, like yeah. that character falls flat. Yeah, it looks the same in every panel.
0: But the the people, even just the the non costume characters, like the way he draws faces slightly, you know, a little cartoony, not super mm-hmm. realistic. And, man, he just, he does a fantastic job. Very dynamic artwork. Uh, I don't know who the colorist or uh, was on the and book. But whatever
1: their ideas for the design of actual uh, the corpse carnage was just phenomenal. Yeah, that whole spinal the, column. The spinal column and the hip bones and then yeah. just meat. Horrible. Horrifying. It, yeah. No, it was the most terrifying that character has ever looked. Yeah. And he has never not looked scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you
0: mentioned before we started recording you don't really like how it wrapped up
1: i think it kind of ended in a thud that where i haven't continued to reading either venom or anything else beyond this okay
0: so they they wake up null at the end and yeah that's kind of how it happens there
1: yeah
0: i i i'm behind on venom i only read absolute carnage so i could do this but i have the issues i just haven't read them because i haven't had the time been doing other stuff uh haven't made the time i should say um but yeah, so uh, they're clearly setting up a new villain and, uh, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you though. It was, you knew it was going to wrap up. I mean, nobody thought that everybody was going to die and carnage was going to win. I'm that's not what I'm saying, but, uh, I don't know. It, yeah, it it just null awakens. Everything goes back to status quo for the most part, except venom is, is different now. He's got wings and shit. Oh Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: but yeah, they even reference that you can fly. Was like, oh
0: shit, I can't. I can't hate on it. I'm not saying, but I, I agree with you though. It just kind of.
1: Well, no, stops. It, it ended like it ended with um, like it, it ended with Eddie and his son sitting there. It's like, did you say your son? Yep. Oh yeah, that was that was actually a cool moment, and I'm and I am
0: curious to follow that up. It also because, because, because of Dylan's re- powers because
1: you don't know what Dil- because Dylan's powers are just they had just materialized where he blew up um Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn like blew the symbiote right off of him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow, what, what's going on with this kid? And then all of a sudden it just kind of ended and like, I wish there was a little more of a tease there yeah, to, to, to get me to buy more issues of it.
0: Um, I think that was the tease in their minds, though, was like, don't you want to see what happens with Noel? Don't you want to see what happens with Dylan and Eddie?
1: Yes. I think that's what they were like, setting up. Yes and no, but it wasn't, it, it didn't have the hook in it that I was hoping for because it seemed like issue five just went like, came in at hundred miles an hour and then just stopped. Yeah. You're like, mm, I wish there was one more issue Yeah, uh, to really or to feel like there was another issue coming that I had to read. Like up until that point, I felt like I had to have every one of these things. Like, was yeah. literally checking Comicsology every fucking day. Is there a new one? Is there a new one? And then I led, led five and I haven't really gone back. And then it led me back into rereading another thing. All
0: right. So one out of 10, what would you give this, this five issue story arc? Uh, this
1: five issue story arc, I'd probably give it a solid nine okay i really i did like i really enjoyed it i really liked the way it looked um it didn't outside of the way it ended and i feel like it it brought me back into reading like the run like 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 other issues did like um like what annihilation did to me with with nova like at that point i was all in i was reading everything that nova could do until those runs ran out um on the same side with what happened with um, like Annihilation, Scourge, like that didn't really get me the way I was hoping for because I thought what they were shooting for was really good, but they didn't give me enough to really go out and branch out and read all the, ex- the all the other stories that were happening. Like it got me to buy Fantastic Four, um, Beta Ray Bill, Silver Surfer, and there was an and another and one A bunch of issue. related titles. <laughs> right no that were tied in with the scourge run right and 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 like then scourge omega came out and i'm like uh, uh, what what's going on here like it just it, it was frustrating nonsense so i would
0: probably give this uh i'm i'm going back between an eight and a half and a nine because i give it a nine for the art like Dude, the, the art Fucking ten for the art alone. Like honestly. the art's the
1: reason why this is a nine. Is a story wise, I'm probably hovering about an eight.
0: So uh I'd probably give this about a. I'll, I'll just go with an eight point five. The art is spectacular. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's it's great. Uh, and I, I thought the story was really good. And I I do agree with you. It, it kind of, uh, just kind of came to a halt. I don't I don't know how else to put it. It yeah. It did. It, it felt it like just, the
1: brakes just kind of came on out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. But everything up to that point was fucking stellar yes uh and i thank you both you guys ronnie Brian and yes. Donnie cates for making this stupid character that i love really truly viable venom is tip usually like in the top 10 20 books every month now and mm-hmm. that's awesome to me but you know that's back to like 90s numbers but not with the cheesy like i've i've gone back and reread a bunch of old venom and it's hard to get through it's it so is. bad it's so no, so bad i knew those, it was bad at the time dude, but it a seems lot even of worse those now
1: older runs are real bad yeah. like i was rereading um armor wars 2 which happened i think like early 90s yeah um because i think and that's like the best uh the best reintroduction of a villain that i've read probably for even uh, up until like this recent run of venom yeah like rebring carnage back was when the living laser reinhabits um titanium man's uh armor and tricks tony into thinking he's seeing a ghost only for him just to be manipulating tony just to kill him yeah um and then the other side shenanigans went around but that artwork for and during that time was just uh, one of the best looking iron mans yeah um, artwork's important in comics very important well any of the any of the drawn mediums like like um i was uh, not really reading but researching uh kind of the rise and fall of like a very prominent uh manga called bleach where you know this kid kind of came on the scene and was drawing this really dynamic artwork was getting people's in like in the top three of like the shonen jump runs which it was like naruto one piece and and bleach were like always on the cover for like their their tie-in magazine and then the guy just kind of kind of got was a victim of the machine of having to put out a book every fucking week yeah religiously and it just like the artwork suffered and the book suffered to where or not it's not even like the top 15 yeah um really well, your thing.
0: bleach to begin with that's just a stupid name so lesson learned uh, it's it's a really that
1: if you, I don't know. I, honestly, don't I don't... Don't name
0: your, your thing after a cleaning product I don't know, if you want me to read Like
1: it. I don't know much about like what Bleach essentially was. Some kid gets inhabited by like a death adder thing. Well, yeah, that's what I think of what I think of Bleach. Yeah. This is my you whole know, problem like, with
0: anime and manga. It's, it's nonsensical. It makes yeah, no sense.
1: Not all of it. All of it. No. All right, but moving on. No, it's not. I mean... <laughs> Anyway, i mean i'm serious man if you literally <laughs> legit- no you haven't yes, have. if you legitimately gave i'm older than you i started if with, you legitimately gave i've been watching animation. since the, the can 80s I finish a goddamn sentence no because no, it ends the same way no it's, it doesn't it, end the same way it's all the because same. this berserk is one of the best written and drawn books i've, I've ever seen i've tried it it's 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 okay nope. best you haven't read it if it was good, I you would have it, read it. No, <laughs> you lent it no, to me. Where I read it. it. Star-
0: no, you fucking didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. No, you didn't. It, there was this little fairy thing flying around. Uh, Berserk looked like a eunuch. What else? Uh, I can't. I don't remember what else happened in that. And what from what I read, he he goes to join uh, some band of. Uh, I don't know what they are—bounty hunter no, or something. If
1: you get like, uh, uh, fuck! I'm telling you. Like, and I told you, like, if you can make it to this point, <laughs> and then at that point, See, you can decide whether this was good or that's not. That's the whole
0: problem. There shouldn't be a if you can make it to this point. If you can't, there grab, is no everything because it's be, a
1: different culture in how how they
0: tell stories. Okay, and I. And I I need certain things from my stories, and if you can't grab me at first, that's all. That's your fault. That's your problem.
1: Right, I'm going to give you one more chance. <laughs> I don't want it. Yes, you are. <laughs> Keep your chance. Yes, you are. I have no, no you go, I want you to read None. this. Like, I'll give you one fucking book, and if you get through this book, <laughs> and you tell me you don't want to know what's fucking happening, because this is this is why storytelling is fucking great, because like the the way the way uh, um, uh, fucking Kintaro does. Is that it takes the the hero's journey and kind of turns it on its ear, and and it's not so much a circular path that he keeps. But here's traveling. my
0: issue: the dialogue is absolutely atrocious. The characters it gets, it gets are not so, likable.
1: It gets so much better. That's I don't like the I
0: don't like the, that's that's I don't like the artwork. I don't like the look of anime. It gets that's a big part. fucking
1: better as he gets. It's his, his work. I like, don't like anime style. I don't. I'm know I'm not how else saying to put it. Like, but this is so not anime style. I've seen it though. No, you were, fucking dude. You, you especially like the first fucking chapters are atrocious looking.
0: <laughs> I've seen other stuff. I've seen the animes. I saw the first anime. Um, uh, it's not good. It's about eight year old level. It's of no writing. It's to way be way
1: fucking better. And <laughs> I think you would take away way more from this than anything else you're reading right now. Oh, I man. That's quite a challenge. All right. So
0: moving on to our video game segment this week, we are going to discuss, uh, we're each going to pick three games that we are looking forward to in 2000 or in
1: 2020.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, first game I'm looking forward to comes out in March. It is doom eternal. The sequel to 2016's doom. I thought that was a fantastically fun game. This looks like
1: that game, on crack that looks like it's turned up to 11 yes and i thought the previous one was turned up to exactly this game looks so 22 this is turned up to 22 (laughs) it's turned up
0: to 22 doom 22 it looks so fun i'm really excited uh i i don't have much to really say about doom that i don't think hasn't been said before
1: i mean you either know what doom is or you don't I Um, I second everything you just said. (laughs) I I cannot be more excited for a game. (laughs) But it's just, it's old school.
0: It's fast paced. You're carrying 20 weapons at once. They're all ginormous. It makes no physical sense. doesn't matter. It's just all about the gameplay. And I love that focus. They're not trying. They are. They do have a story, but you you could tell that story is not the focus, and I'm glad. Do- Doom should not focus on story. It's nice to have story.
1: No, but the lore they already have established from Doom 2016 is fucking dark.
0: The idea that the Doom Slayer, the player character, is feared by the demons in hell is so cool to me. Yes. Like, they're just, they're like, here, you're this overpowered dude, go play. And I'm like, yes, get, like, in a video game, I want to be overpowered. That's fun to me. And, but they, you know, they may, it's still challenging. What oh, the fuck? They they come at you in numbers. I turned
1: this fucking thermostat down twice. <laughs> it's fine. I'm
0: I'm sweating off some some water weight over here. Uh, so Doom Doom is my first pick for what I am excited for this year. Oh, and also Doom sixty four comes with it. Yep. Uh, oh, and Doom one and two at sixty frames, which is out now. Yeah. I have those, and they and they added all the levels in, and they got the aspect rate. They just patched it like a, I think a week ago where uh, the 60 frames aspect ratio is finally correct from the earlier release last year. Uh, Doom actually looks the way it should on consoles for, like, the first time ever. Damn, what is your first game
1: stalling. that uh, you're excited for? Actually, it, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That's not out yet? No. I thought the second one came out. I didn't even know. No, it, it's not. That's the second one, right? That game looks like we're... Yeah, the second one. Okay. That, that game looks like what I expected video games to look like when I was a kid. Oh, because oh, we like thought everything the, was going to be a side-scroller. Still. Right, we still thought everything <laughs> was going to be a side-scroller. This is, like, pre-PlayStation, uh, pre-Saturn, pre Nintendo 64. Like, it's th- what I would see the continuation of the side-scrollers. So what's the, what's the date on that thing? Oh, I don't know, I think f- February. Really? I could have sworn this was out. Now i gotta, I got to go find out. No, you're right. February 11th, it's due out. Holy shit. Mark it on your calendars, folks. I was right about something. <laughs> so yeah, February
0: 11th, and I, mean, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but it looks like there's a physical collector's edition at Game... Stop er, it. At, uh, Shut up. Shut up. Amazon. Stop spending my money. Click on the store Stop. here. Ooh, that looks nice. Stop. Ori collector's edition for Xbox One includes a game disc, an art book, the piano collection soundtrack on CD, a golden feather steelbook brand case. <laughs> Fuck Yo, you. you know you love a steel book. And an MP3 download of the original soundtrack. Uh it's $50 for the bundle. It's live. Oh, you can get it at Best Buy Amazon or GameStop. So you don't if you have somewhere you prefer to get it. But yeah, so that's the thing that, it, that is coming out. Happy to help you out, John. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> steel book, John. That's all I gotta say. You're not wrong. Steel book. You're not wrong. <laughs> steel book. John will buy it uh i never
1: played the first one the blind Forest. i never played the first one either i have it installed <laughs> i think i have it, I think it just it's on game Pass. Lo- like this one just looks f- like that looked like the first one looked like okay that looks like an indiegogo game to me yeah like yeah it's cool looks neat like shovel knight and i'm yeah. like all right you know that looks all right and then i saw the trailer for this one. i was like holy shit this seems looks beautiful yeah so, and I haven't played, like, I'm not say I haven't played, but I, I just reinstalled um, the Lords of Shadow tie in scroller game where you play as, like, Richter Belmont or something, yeah. and it is janky as fuck. <laughs> oh my God, that game is painful to play.
0: Sorry to hear that. All right. My number two game, it just got bumped back. It was due out in May. Now it's due out in September, is The Avengers. Oh. Uh, I thought you were going to say Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Oh, uh, no. I'll, I'll probably pick that up. I'm not, like, super pumped for it, though. No interest in that at no. all. I, I really hate the look. I, I prefer the cartoony look. I don't I don't like when they try to make anime characters look realistic. It looks so dumb to me. Um, no, uh, Avengers is being done by the I think Crystal Dynamics, the guys who yeah. did the most recent Tomb Raiders, which I have not played, but they look really good. Uh, yeah, and I played that, the first one, the Tomb Raider game, and I got killed by a deer. And then I said, <laughs> nope. I'm done. I think those Tomb Raider games, the gameplay to me looked a lot more fun than the Uncharted games. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just I what it would looked like. I imagine it's pretty samey. So yeah, uh, not a whole lot to say about that. That trailer came out a year ago. People were mostly disappointed.
1: Uh, it was... That it just looked okay. Calm down. Man, yeah. that just... Like, yeah, yeah, they looked a little weird, but it's a different medium. Well, for me, it wasn't...
0: For me, it was more... The gameplay just... Like... Uh, I just played you know i've been playing spider-man for a long time and just they they really nailed that spider-man gameplay and what they did with the avengers with the little demo reel they had it it just looked more like more common it it looked like a typical licensed game as opposed to a really good focus on right getting to these characters and what makes them cool
1: right and that's where spider-man excelled because it felt kinetic like you felt energy moving around
0: yeah and you could feel how to swing better and fight better as you. It was just soup so well done. I, 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 there aren't enough superlatives for that game. But I, so I love Captain America. Out of all these characters, he he's had like one actual video game recently. Isn't
1: this like the biggest resurgence resurgence of a character of all time? Captain America. Yeah, yeah, probably. Like I've, I've it's, never. It's apropos for the character though. It is. <laughs> I, it's like, like if it wasn't for for Chris Evans, like yeah, just fucking nailing that dude,
0: and, and those and the writers, man, yeah. Um, but yeah, so but I, I love the Avengers. I'm I'm pretty much becoming my old age, and I am not. Uh, this is uh, I'm I'm not happy about this. I'm probably more, I should be ashamed, more shame than I am. I'm becoming licensed game guy, like I because I want to be in those worlds more: <laughs> Star Wars or Spider Man or Batman or Avengers, and. Uh, It's exciting to see licensed games coming back, being of a certain quality. They're they're getting real developers. They're not just rushing them out to tie into a movie. Yes. And also the other thing that isn't happening as much, or it it can still happen. It's fine. But enough with the Lego versions, (laughs) you know, like, give me some actual characters. Yeah, I'm about tired of those. So it's nice to see these characters back in a... A you know good looking digital format as opposed to just Lego bricks. Those games are what fine.
1: Between Batman and then what was the other uh, only other ones? I mean uh, ba- ba- Spider Man, Batman, and going back, I think X Men Wolverine.
0: That was okay. Like, I wouldn't put that in the same echelon as like Batman. Yeah, oh, you're the, ta- I know you're talking about the God of War one. Yes, But it, it, it was fun. But it, that it, one
1: was fun to play. That was a fun
0: game. The yeah the one that tied into the X Men Origins movie. Um, but Batman. I I credit Batman with the the developers Rocksteady, I should say, is who I credit for really bringing licensed games to a point where they're like, hey, you can really make an awesome game with a licensed character. It doesn't have to just be, let's stick this character's face over this avatar and just throw them in a random game. They actually constructed the whole world, all the villains, everything, and the gameplay itself based on the Batman stuff, and they just did a great job with the IP. What's your next game?
1: Well... All right, because I was just thinking about it um, so it was gonna be cyberpunk just because, oh, good one yeah because I'm very good. I'm all in that hype but really the game I really want to play more than anything else right now is the the next Darksiders oh the uh, Darksiders Genesis <laughs> yes that, that's available on PC I know it's a, but to, uh, I'm waiting
0: you're waiting for the console I'm waiting
1: for the console version
0: fair enough I'm the, I'm the same way I'll, I'll get that on console as well
1: I really love that IP I want to see that thing grow so bad. I do, but it seems like it's always such an uphill battle. Not to mention yeah. the long development times between sequels. So it's by the time like all the, the hype and everything has died down, and you're like, oh, man, it'd be really nice to get another one. Oh, there's one in development? Once it comes out, I don't know, three, four years. Yeah. You're like, fuck. But it's
0: cool that it's still getting made. <laughs> I am. No, I,
1: I, and I am happy this is going to exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and from what I've seen from the demo the demo play, even though it kind of turns that turns to more of an isometric game. Yeah. The combos and the button combinations still work from the original Darksiders oh, nice. game. So war plays like War has always played. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. That's a respectful little thing to put in there.
0: Yeah, I love but I love that Darksiders game. I'm IP dying up. to
1: learn more about that world because I mean, to open that thing up I'm like, man, this is fucking yeah. interesting as shit. And then the, the, the few twists they put in it on, on Darksiders 3, which, uh, Wrath was okay. Yeah. Like... Or Fury. Is it Fury? Yeah. Oh, Fury was okay. Or is it Strife is the fourth one? Yeah. The, the gun guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of how, how they play into each other in the history of what the Nephilim war- are and, and how they relate to the world and, you know, the chaos and... Oh and what humanity bounds at heaven and hell and just seeing badass angels, like I don't know, and I really like, I really dig that, and the artwork is just it just hold. Does the look Dude, how nineties looks. That artwork it's got me, man. I've, like, a, I will I'm buy all it. of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. That's a, that's a good pick.
1: But yeah, Cyberpunk, like, I'm on that hype train like, yeah, I really want to get my hands on that game. What's the release date for that? Do you know offhand? Uh, if I remember right, it should be March or April? Oh, really?
0: Like it's not far off. That's it's funny because that one's not really on my radar because I I never played much Witcher three. I have it, but it, it just it's never fit into what I felt like playing. Uh,
1: yeah, like I'm like like the one everyone's playing a Witcher. Like I'm like in Shadows of Mordor. Like yeah. like that. And it's like okay, but I didn't really want to do that. And then I like like same thing with like the Souls game. Like I don't I don't feel like beating myself up, and it feels like there's way too many systems to learn. It felt like a walled garden. Yeah, and then with you know the release of the Witcher. TV show, I was like, fuck, I really should have played those games or read those books, but. Done <laughs> something in that world. Yeah, because I fucking love that show. I still have yet to watch it. I'm going to, though. It's it is my- the first role that, uh, that Cavill has been in that I felt like he disappeared into. Yeah. Like, they, dude, just, he felt like it was that Geralt. I am, I am,
0: uh, like elbow deep into the clone war series right now. I am on a mission to I'm to watch every episode before season seven drops next month. So I am about 60 episodes in, I have about 60 episodes to go. Uh, my third game, and obviously this doesn't mean we're only looking forward to three games. I just wanted to limit it to three games. Um, my third game is halo infinite Mm. due out. It says holiday this year. So November, I'm guessing cool and it's going to be obviously playable on the new xbox one series x and i want it to be destiny in the halo universe uh, there's nothing to tell me that's what it's going to be that's not a, a prediction even that's just that's what i would like it to be it'll probably just be more halo which is also fine with me i've been a fan of that series since the very first one on the on the og xbox so uh i'm always excited when a new halo is dropping cool cool <laughs> So is that your three cyberpunk Darksiders? Yeah,
1: Darksiders, you know, somewhere in there. Yeah, that was, those would be my three that uh-huh. I'm really looking forward to, at least in the first half of the year. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we All can right. revisit this, at, like, once a month <laughs> on what three games got you excited.
0: All right, well, hit us up on socials, Twitter, whatever. Let us know what games you're looking forward to. Let us know why. Uh, let us know what comics you're reading. Yeah, feedback's always uh, always appreciated. And uh, we will be back next week. Let us know what you think of the new format. If it's good, if it's bad, if it's meh. Uh, we, we may or may not consider your, your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Sean. Just trying to be honest. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully hopefully uh, you, you came back. Um, tell a friend. Tell an enemy.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you guys, 17 guys, are going to still love it.
0: <laughs> We're going to grow this motherfucker. You, ga- you, guys you, are, just wait. you guys are awesome. I got big plans. We're going places. All right, well thanks for listening. All right, later.